Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All righty. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio, joined today by Randy Engston. What's up, buddy? All days. All days. Not, well, not, not a whole lot, man. How are you? It is January. It is 2023. There is a lot to look forward to. We've got... Um, you know, we just came off the back of some of uh, some of people's best years ever, and I, I see a nice upward trend for you know at least the feels that way. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of momentum going into twenty three, um, and and in this episode, we're going to get into some of those pitfalls and some of the things that you know you can't really rely on in January. But before we do that, uh, I want to just mention uh, our our coaching program. It's our business accelerator. We've got, uh, let's see, what's the URL for that? Winninggym.com slash grow. Okay, winninggym.com slash grow. It's an eight-week program. We start off with a decade-in-a-day call, me and you. I mean, really, it's it's just us for about 60, 90 minutes. We take a deep dive into your business. We want to, I want to find the holes. You know, somebody was mentioning to me, like, Tim, you know, for whatever reason, you could see the things that we can't see. And it's yeah. really simple. It's because I'm not in your business yeah, every objective. day. it's I can I can see it's not emotional, right? Mm-hmm. I'm seeing the logical things that need to be fixed, and you know, in, a, in an upcoming episode, we're going to talk about all these gyms that we've gone in and worked with, and in the the numbers, right? Like the case yeah. studies, like they started here, getting two to three clients a, a month or a week, and now here they're you know making fifty thousand a month, right? Yeah. And reoccurring revenue, um, and so. We're excited to to kind of we kind of revamp some of that stuff. We have a switch to semi private module series in there, talking about how to program, how to how to sell it, how to do all the good things with semi private, which is you know what we believe in here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're even if you're a large group training facility, we can still help you. Even if you don't want to do anything to do with semi private systems or systems businesses business, you know how you do it. You know the, the the modality and the delivery that can that can be replaced with anything, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, we believe in one thing, but that doesn't mean we've we we've worked with plenty of gyms that don't do semi private. Oh yeah, I mean, and, and there's a couple of things about the coaching program I definitely want to mention as well. Yeah, any model we can we can work with because at the end of the day, we're teaching those systems. It's profitability and scalability. That's what we're going to teach you. Uh, the second thing is out. It, this isn't for broke gyms. Right, like this isn't a, a quick fix. This isn't somebody you know. If you've just opened a gym or you're struggling, can it help you? Absolutely, it's a blueprint to stability. Um, but at the end of the day, the, you know, this is the opportunity to go from good to great, and that's really the 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 section of the the clientele that we're we work mostly with. It's people who have a decent gym. They've made some money. They're making money, but they know that there is more. We did a recent episode on the industry average and. You know, for our clients, we're making over about twice what the industry average is coming out of our coaching program. To me, I mean, what more do you want as a business owner to in eight weeks to have the clarity of, and and now the structure of the business to make two times what you were making? 
two months On before average, that. Yeah, the average. You know, so, and, and again, to Tim's point, it's monthly reoccurring revenue, guys. This isn't a marketing program. We're going to throw a bunch of, you know, new business in your gym and hope that it all works. We're, some of the things that we'll get into today's episode, but, you know, this is the opportunity to turn your business around forever. You'll never look back. And so if you haven't taken a look, winninggym.com slash grow. Great points. Great points. Okay. So listen, guys, January's here. You know, a lot of gyms and gym owners really focus hard on this particular month um, for obvious reasons, right? The New Year's resolutions, fitness is forefront, you know, new year, new, new you, all this stuff. Um, Equinox uh, just put an ad out and they, you know, and they made ripples and, you know, and they're, they're always going against the grain, oh, a yeah. lot of stuff. And whether or not you, you believe in Equinox or you like them or don't like them, I think they, they hit the nail on the head uh, when they put an ad out that says we don't speak January and they were not accepting any new memberships on January 1st because what their whole point was is we want the lifestyle clients. This mm -hmm. isn't a new year's resolution once and done and then fall off and never see you again. And to their, you know, to their credit, not, nobody really wants those types of clients. We don't want the the New Year's resolution people that are there until February fourteenth, and then they fall off. Like we rather would have what what they're claiming they want, which is the lifestyle clients. Uh, and so they made this 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 big ad, and you know, it was kind of. I don't know. They're getting some criticism, obviously. Why wouldn't they? Right? Because it's a lot of people that don't want to, you know, they're the ones that are over here focused on, I'm going to take anything I can get, right? And so those gym owners are happy to throw shade and say, oh, I'll take those clients all day long. Yeah. Well, you think that they're going to be in your gym in a month and a half anyways? Like, yeah. no. What's What's funny is, you know, they made a big thing. We don't see, we're not taking any clients on January 1st. If you really look at it, okay, January 1st was a Sunday Probably not a big day for signups anyway, I would imagine. I don't know. Uh, maybe Equinox does thousands of clients every Sundays and they really, you know, made a big deal. But they'll take your money on January 2nd, mm -hmm. which is a Monday, right? Like, yeah. so it's like, eh, did they really get knocked? No, they didn't take a hit at all. But no. in fact, they've got a big, you know, gain of in interest right and they got a lot of uh attention and you know i think they did a great job and that it. to credit credit where credit's due equinox has always kind of done that with their marketing you know their, their team has always been a little edgy right i remember years ago they had some like some of those ads that were provocative and they were mm -hmm. uh you know they showed a lot more skin than most gyms were comfortable putting in their ads and things like that and uh I mean, at the end of the day, you know, they, they know who they are. They niche really well. They market to that niche and they speak to their end consumer like a business should. I, I mean, it's the 4951 mentality. Um, I've mentioned it in a couple podcasts. Andy Frisella taught me that on a podcast, hell, probably three, four years ago. And it really resonated with mm -hmm. me. When you go, when you, when you go from 49% of your followers and you're catering to that 49% and you step that one degree to 50 and you start to try to appease a little bit of everybody you muddy what you bring to the table mm -hmm. you know what i mean at 49 percent, you've got a crowd you've got just under the half that are willing to fight and die for those standards those beliefs Talk, speak to them i mean if they did 49 percent of the market share they'd be doing very well you of know course, what i mean so it's, it's those probably gyms. more like 10 percent. if we're being honest right oh, speak I, to yeah. the t speak yeah. to the 10 percent. but really the point of that is is Try to not be everything to everybody. Exactly. And that's what a lot of gyms do, right? And especially right now, everybody, every gym owner listening to this is like, gimme, gimme, gimme. But where's that drive in October? Where's that drive in June, right? And and so 
one of the things, if you go, you know, like, I mean, I don't know what episode, right? Last year, we said January's very little secret yep. that nobody talks about in the fitness industry is you are going and you've already experienced, by the time you're listening to this, you've already experienced a massive cancellations. Yeah. You did. Every gym does. Nobody talks about it. And it's because it's not sexy. And most gyms I we talk to, with the big January signups, basically offset their December losses and early January losses, and they come out a, a nudge ahead, no better than any other month, yeah, typically, it, it, typically. Yeah, if you look at those two months over, exactly. By February, you're back where you were in November, pretty much. Right, and it's, and it's funny because it's just like Instagram. Show everybody the highlights, but none of the, the, the grind, none of the, yeah. the failures. In January, in December, really, People are reevaluating their fitness decisions. Yep. They're reevaluating their finances. They are looking at their bank accounts and should I spend the money next year? And we got it here. We get it here every year. We get every gym does. You get people like, hey, I'm not gonna renew. Yeah. They could have had a great results. They could have had a but something in their lives change and they're just reevaluating. Will they go sign up with your competitor? Probably not. They're probably well, not going to do anything. Well, I mean, what portion of the of, of your membership that is leaving is sp only because somebody else hit them with those, you know, an offer for January that compelled them to take a shot. You know what I mean? Maybe they've been happy, but again, nobody gave them attention so, within the four walls, right? Because your attention in the last couple months is, oh, January's coming. I got to capture everybody I can walk through the doors. Yeah, and you left your current And you forgot clients. your current client base. I guarantee most facilities operate that way. Most facilities completely forget. I mean, we all know, oh, guys, it's going to get busy in here. We all know, blah, blah, blah. How about you make them comfortable? These are the people that have already spent money with you. They're, this is your family. Keep yeah, them. Yeah. And, and we've, in fact, Zach on the show, this uh, he was on, it was like, hey, we're going to the end of the year. Keep your clients close. Reward them. Um, do challenges internal. Internal. Keep, keep them motivated over the, because we know, we know it's coming. Gosh, if we don't know by now, 14 December's into this game, like we're done, right? Yeah. So, so that's January's dirty little secret. Now, the other side of that is you got these New Year's resolution crowd, and everybody out there is like running, you know, whiz bang transformation <laughs> challenges. Great, awesome. I mean, sure, you're going to help a lot of people. The question mark is in March 15th. Are those clients still in your four walls? And Typically, they're not now. Yes, you, we, we've signed up people five years ago on some thing that we ran, and they're still here, but the majority, they're falling off. And then you got to question yourself as a gym, like, is this really the best thing for the client? They come in, they do a challenge, they lose some weight, they don't stay, they leave, they gain the weight back, they come and do another challenge, they lose the weight, and they run, they run this big yo-yo all year, and... Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. You're going to find the clients just look in your database that do every single challenge. Yeah. They join every challenge, but they don't join your gym. 
those are the people you're attracting to these types of programs. And then you're like, well, Tim, isn't it better if we just get them off the couch and doing something? Maybe, maybe not. Honestly, you may be doing more harm than good yeah. if you're if they if they keep continuing to gain the weight back and then they come and do a challenge and they lose 15 pounds and then they gain it back two and, months later. I mean, we all know the damages, you know, what can go through from uh, the metabolic damage from that cyclical yo-yo type mm -hmm. lifestyle. That is not the client that we're trying to attract. That's not the, not the client we're trying to attract. That's not the result that we're trying to educate and, and leave our Produce. clients with. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, that, that look, that can go back into your whole entire business model. You know, is your business set up to be a revolving door every three months because all you do is challenge-based marketing? You know what I mean? Or do you have a legitimate onboarding that's going to educate the consumer, provide them with what they need as far as the results for the long term? I mean, if that's your type of the, the gym that you run where you're literally attracting lifestyle clients, educating them, and working on keeping them for the life, or are you that cyclical... Well, here's, we could take a page right out of Equinox's book right now and say, take a page out and say, we don't speak challenges. Yeah. We, we don't do challenges here. And for these five reasons, and we want you because of these reasons. Exactly. There's your, I mean, there's your ad. If you really wanted to, to go with it, we don't speak challenges because it is, I, we, we did them here years ago mm -hmm. and, and I, and I'm not just knocking challenges to say, Hey, that's what the other guys do. So we don't like him. We ran a damn agency. I mean, like anybody we, who's known us knows that like this right. is from the result, you know, from doing it, not just. Well, the agency's one side. I'm saying in these in this particular gym, we ran challenges mm -hmm. and we saw what was happening. We had those clients that would join every challenge and we wouldn't let them. Yeah. We would say, you can't do two challenges in a year. You can only do one because we, we were very focused on getting them in and keeping them for the long term. And we weren't interested in that $200 front end or $500 front end. Well, that's a good point. I mean, right there, I mean, is your is your marketing and what you're present, presenting to the marketplace in the front end offer, is it designed to bring somebody in and convert them to a membership? Better be. Or is that's it, exactly, exactly, right? But that is, that's a different model, you know, to run than it is, we run challenges every 12 or 16 weeks or whatever, jump in our next challenge. And then you've got those cyclical challenges. And then people wait for them. That's yeah, the other absolutely. thing. They're sitting there waiting for you to start running a challenge so they can jump into it. When I would rather just have the steady flow of clients coming in on, you know, call it a trial, call it a two week guarantee, call it something, but it's, it's your regular memberships that they go into. Now, are there benefits of challenges? Good God, of course there is. There's a million <laughs> benefits. Right. And, and two, well, let's talk about the benefits to the consumer, right? The consumer is motivated to do something. And when they see a challenge, they see a start date and end date. They know they have this much of time to commit. Mentally, they can get their head wrapped around it and it's X amount of dollars. They can, yep. that's an easy thing for them versus this indefinite time frame of fitness. So this is a benefit for the actually for the gyms too like you sure. can sell this this we called it bracketed, we called it bracketed yeah. programs because if we had a bracket around it you get x y and z okay there's a benefit there uh would that client come in on their own maybe not okay so yeah you're getting this person moving okay cool does the gym make money from those people sure yeah they get the the offer and the front end and they got them right um 
the cons, the giant cons is your business model suffers, your systems suffer, it breaks your scalability because when you're getting this influx of people, you stop being able to service your current clients. You're delivering some extra Something, things. Yeah. yeah, bullet pointed list of things that that nobody else gets, but this challengers do. Um, you know, they get this nutrition plan. Nobody else gets that. They get this accountability, get these seminars. They got to come in and do five extra weigh-ins and they get pictures and they get this tracking board and all these things and then become a member. They get none of it. And it's like, well, I'm, what am I doing here? Yeah. And so, yeah. So maybe those people would want to just wait till the next challenge. Cause that was great. Right? It was, you got all the bells and whistles and you got it at a lower cost than everybody else is in the gym. And it's, yeah, it doesn't, it's like the opposite of what you would expect a business, a business to, do. to do we've talked about it a number of episodes i always compare it to like a direct tv mm -hmm. right that they're just because everybody can relate like every year pre-football it's free nfl package right three hundred dollars savings if you join now lower discounted membership or discounted monthly right uh we'll throw in hbo and cinemax and the movie channels you can get it all and then that three month trial's up or six months trial and then boom your rates double you get none of those services that you had previously mm -hmm. and then you're stuck at mediocre you know programming for you know an exceptional price point that's what you're doing to fitness in your own facility you don't realize it like if you've been on that receiving end or if you've ever seen that from as the consumer yourself it never feels good right like even promo rates on cell phones and things like that when when you get through that promotional period you feel like you just got jabbed, even though that's really what you were signing up for, right? Mm -hmm. But we're creating that same type of, of feeling with our, our clientele base, and we don't even realize we're doing it. Well, I think, I think you could do it better. Well, I honestly, here, here's, the, here's the reason I think it's a problem, is the delivery is different. Yep. The, you could offer the same delivery at a discount for a promotional period, and then goes up to a normal rate, but the, but the delivery doesn't change. That's way more acceptable than the delivery ch completely changes, and I get something totally different, and then I'm paying and more. And you pay more. Yeah, it's 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 like it's a it's a double slap to the consumer if mm -hmm. they were to sit there and just look at it that way, right? Yeah. And guys, this is one of those perceived value situations because sure, is the value there of what they're getting at the end of it probably, but you've just put them in a position to now focus on the delivery and the price point. And neither of those look good to the consumer at that point. Right. You've just taken them, taken everything off the table and then charge them more for it. And you're expecting them to feel good about that. That yeah. is a slippery slope. And, and I know this is a problem because we're working with a new client right now. And I just did a d discovery day with him and, you know, and he's really hard into the six week challenges and, you know, mm -hmm. and he has a class based model and all this stuff. And one of the things he told me that made sense to me, but he was a big surprise to him. He goes, I could sell a six week challenger for 500, 600 bucks, or I can sell them into my regular membership at, you know, hundred something dollars. And at the end of the day, let's check this out. They're worth the same to me in my business. I go, so you're telling me that the people that sign up for a regular membership are gone in six weeks anyway? Yes. You're telling me these people don't sign up at the end of the thing, or if they do, they just stay for a few weeks and then they cancel. Yes. What's the point? What is the point? And granted, he's spending tens of thousands of dollars on marketing. He's getting thousands and thousands of leads. And 
the thing he's not understanding, and you talk about all the time, is you're burning your market out. Yeah. You're taking all the lowest hanging fruit and you're just chopping them down and then you let them come in and then you let them go right up your business and you can't get them back. If this was, you know, if you're running an online business and you've got literally endless clientele to, to pull from, maybe that's the, the, the way to go, right? It's a transactional business at that point. Every transaction for as much value as you can because if they're not buying, somebody else is in line to do it. Our brick and mortar businesses don't work like that. When you're in a specific area and you're known for something and you've you know put your flag in the ground and that's the brand and the business that you're building and these are the people that you have, you know, that you're exposed to in, in your community, how long does that is that possible before you're known for the revolving door of challenges and that's all you're gonna be able to attract? It's just to tell, I don't, I don't like the business model. Now I've got people in the iron circle that will battle me to the, to the death about challenges are the way to go. Large group training is the way to go. And what I tell them, but they don't understand is they are the anomaly. The, the people sure. in our, in our iron circle, they are the best operators in the world at that model. And of course they're successful because they would be successful in any operation you nailed it with operator because that's the difference is just because some can doesn't mean everybody can right and that's the difference if just because this model can work with some doesn't mean it works for everybody it's the people pulling the the levers and making that delivery happen on why certain gyms are able to succeed when most and we know it because of the statistics we've shared recently the industry average guys is dismal fifteen thousand dollars a month is the average that these gyms are earning that is not where they can be and they, where they should be. That's the bottom line. And our beliefs and the sound business structure, that longevity of the client is a membership. That's half the battle. I mean, when we talk about our marketing, this, the client lifetime value matters. When we're talking about you know, the services that we provide, everything, it's about the value and how long those clients are gonna be staying with us. If the difference between building a transactional gym where you've got a revolving door every three months what does that look like? That, that means your marketing's got to be on point. It means your sales team has to be stellar. You're replacing your entire, the majority of your membership every three months. That's a difficult business. I would much rather be the fitness business. You guys didn't go to school for marketing and sales. You went to school for fitness. Wouldn't you rather be in a position where you knew a few more clients you know, in the front end every month allowed you to serve those clients the best of your ability and keep them for the long haul? Mm -hmm. Because what are you here to do? You're here to train them. You're not here to sit in the office and resell somebody to replace them because you couldn't deliver on your promise to your consumer. That's very true. They didn't go to school for sales and marketing. Now there's gyms that do it really, really well. And there's other gyms that they, they, they can't stand sales and marketing. And if I'm one of you, I'm definitely not going down that path of large group training and all the trans, you know, the transformations and stuff. I want to keep my clients as long as possible. And I mean, the, the proofs in the pudding on every single level from our data to Alloy's data, our mm -hmm. friend Rick Mayo, to the clients we work with data, to the state of the industry data that came out a few weeks ago. Everything tells me that the large group training model is the worst model to operate. From the revolving door of clients to the low income potential to the low owner benefit to you know, just every, I mean, there's just no, there's no platform. There's no runway there. Yeah. Right. To, oh, and to the, to the red ocean that it is, mm -hmm. it's just, it's just an easy model to open. So there's always competition for large group training models because it's just limited equipment, large space, one coach, many clients, same workout. 
in and out, sweaty room, get them revolving door. So guys, if you want a different way, this is all we talk about really in our coaching program is, is, is the systems of the business and how to bring in these types of clients that are gonna stay a long time, that are there not for the challenges, they're there for the lifestyle, the life change, jump in our coaching group. I mean, mm -hmm. that's all I can tell you. Um, we're proving it over and over again. This model works. It works really, really well. It works so damn well that I've been running it for, you know, and as, as a quote unquote absentee owner for seven years mm -hmm. now, seven years I've been not needed here and we've been able to do other things, right? And grow. Oh, and grow and grow. And grow. Had, a great, had a great 2022. Um, we'll share those numbers later, but, uh, you know, there's, they're actually the P&Ls is almost done. Um, but I see the gross revenue. I see mm -hmm. it right there in the mind body and everything. And so it's like, not bad. Not a no. bad year. Not a bad year. Um, about five times, almost five times the average that industry does, average. Does so, not suck. You know, well, it, it's by design. So listen, guys, we can help you. If this is you, if you're listening to this, like, yeah, that makes sense. It's time. The fact the client where I was talking about, He'd heard us and he just, he's like, it's finally time. Yeah. And he just sold this semi private training client yesterday. He just made a big deal about it. Sell it for like 600 bucks a month. Yeah. All excited. So, um, congrats to him. But, uh, you know, you're, you're next in line. If, if this is you, winninggym.com slash grow. Hopefully this kind of gets you refocused on the year and not just January. Um, go against the grain, guys. That's it for this episode. Hopefully that helps you. Until next show, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.